pretty nerds. 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 Hi guys, welcome back to the Pretty Nerds podcast. This is your girl Fallon Deanne, and this is your girl Nay. So, how's everything been going in your world? Uh, pretty good. Same old, same old. I'm excited because we are celebrating two years of our show. Been doing this for two years, still going strong. So, whoop whoop to us. We got so many exciting things up and coming for the show that hopefully we can pull off sooner rather than later. But, you know, all good things. What about yourself? Um, Everything is going good. Just tired and hot. But other than that, I'm fine. <laughs> Girl, listen, I was thinking about you over this weekend because I was like, it is so fucking hot outside. Like, literally, I step outside and I'm sweating. I was like, I can only imagine what you are going through <laughs> right now. Almost for me, because normally when I take a bath, it has to be, like, steaming hot. Yesterday, I just got in water that had maybe, like, a touch of hot water in it just so it wouldn't be freezing cold. I was like, I just bought a layer of ice cubes. <laughs> Child. Ooh. <laughs> I was like, I want to go to a pool and then just waddle. And uh, June, I was like, so you just want to lay in the water like a turtle. I do. <laughs> <laughs> Craziness. <laughs> yes, ma'am. But everything else is fine. Terrific. Well, that's good to hear. I guess we can go ahead and jump right in because I know we ain't really like Fourth of Juliers anyway. That's not a big holiday for me. I hate fireworks. So, <laughs> but um, it is what it is. So let's go ahead and jump right into the hot topics for this week. You want to start us off? Sure. Um, I guess, I don't know. I guess something light. I don't know. I will say I did see Sierra and like Royce gave her like a shout out for her pictures for Vogue. Um. And they were so pretty, and her kids just looked so, like, healthy and black. So, I did. They are such a sweet couple. You could tell they are in love. Definitely. I was like, oh, y'all look so cute. Um, I don't, I, that is all the... Delight? <laughs> yeah, because I'm like, I can't think of anything else. Now, I do have... Oh, did you see like the story? It was on the shade room of like the guy that is running for like some seat in Florida. Of course, it's Florida. Saying like Patty LaBelle and Beyonce are not really black. They're like operatives to bring Obama back into office. I'm like, I saw it and I was just like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you know how you have that moment where you're just like, <laughs> this gotta be fake. But no, it's really real. It's real life. It's, it's wow. Yeah. And I'm like, so 2020, what are we doing? Like, and I know Florida already strange as hell, but yeah, I'm like, just make it stop. Mm. Well, unfortunately, it is not stopping anytime soon because your boy, Kanye. He says that he is throwing his hat in the bid and that he is running for president this year. Yeah, I, I'm i sorry. Like, I thought he was quiet. I, I don't know. Like, and I guess the thing that irks me kind of is just like people are holding like, oh, he's being smart. And I'm like, 
how's he being smart when he ain't even filed the appropriate paperwork? He just telling y'all he ran. Because from April Ryan's tweet is he haven't even filed the appropriate paperwork to actually run, number one. And number two, there's nothing smart about Kanye. Like, I don't want to vote for nobody that had lipo, so they want to be talked about like another person. Like, what's smart about him? Like, I really don't fucking get it. Y'all act like he got the the Krabby Patty recipe or something. I'm like, there's really nothing smart about Kanye. It's almost like you can say his next move. Yeah. Basically. I mean, I think the only the only person it benefits, obviously, is Donald Trump because it will, you'll have some people be like, oh, yeah, Kanye for president. That's where their vote will go. Basically, a throwaway vote. So, but I'm like, I'm hoping... I just, oh, I for the life of me, I'm like, it is Kanye West, the person that said slavery was a choice, the person that real life got on a beat of a song and said skibbity d or whatever. I don't get it. I don't. And people always like, he's so, he's a genius. No. And I mean, I'm like, even when it comes down to his music, I'm like, it ain't nothing revolutionary that I can see me telling my kids about in 20 years. Like, you got to get this Kanye. It's a few tracks that I, you know, be like, yeah, they jump bang. But I don't don't get the genius part. Yeah. I really, honestly, 2020 has given us so much craziness that I, at this point, nothing shocks me. Nothing. So. And I guess staying in Coonsville, like Kanye, um, and we talked about Terry Crews last week, but he just won't shut the fuck up. Like, <laughs> pretty much. Sorry, get some tape. Turn his tweet off. Like his last tweet was like, when I read it, I was like, did he just say all people? It's like, why are you trying to give black people a lesson on racism in America? And not all white people are good. Not all black people are bad. We, sir, we don't need the lesson. Because we're not that out here shooting down, quote unquote, bad white people. Bad white people are not getting their due with sentencing. So what are you talking about exactly? And then he was like, I'm for human activism. Well, shut your ass up. I Honestly, I feel like we've been talking about Terry Crews since what last year with the whole Gabrielle Union situation and it just he just continues on this spiral and I'm just like there are certain people that you can tell like when it comes to anything black they always feel like they have to protect white folks or they have to make white people feel comfortable and I in his all his excuses are always is like well my wife's biracial or I got white people that I'm close to and blah, 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 whatever. Like, those are not excuses. Like, our job as black people is not to make white people feel comfortable in the eyes of racism and having, you know what I'm saying, having to own their shit. It's not our responsibility. It's their responsibility as allies to own their shit, to be, have to sit in the room and be uncomfortable. You know what I'm saying? We do it all the fucking time. Right. When we, when we walk into the office full of white folks, we got to sit around and be uncomfortable. We do that shit all the time. Knowing that I'm more educated 
and I'm probably still getting paid less than your ass just because I'm black and you white. So get they can get over it. I'm just tired of Terry Crews' ass for real. Cause I just real I'm with you. I'm like somebody need to take his phone. He said that's the hill he want to die on. Cool, bro. Die on that hill. Cause honestly, we don't give a fuck. Your opinions are obsolete to all of us. Like we don't at this point. We just trying to turn you up, tune you out. You know what I'm saying? And it's just I'm like for the life of me. It's like, why, like, I can't, no, I don't get why you're saying it, but like, so you were a black man that was sexual assaulted by a white man that had no repercussions, and this is what you want to do? Like, in front of your spouse, and this is what you want to do? And not even, it's just like, you've been in this predicament that people are complaining about. It's not just about George Floyd. It's a whole slew. You got Breonna Taylor. You got you have not tweeted about that, but you get your black ass on the internet and be like, well, not all white people are bad. But when did anybody ever say that? Be like, those are literally words. And that comes, for me, that comes out of guilt that you got to raise your hand up and be like, oh, not all white people are bad. If you're not bad, continue to do the good that you do and move on. Facts. And I'm like, if you're going to be an ally in this fight against racism, to me, it is a slap in the face that you want black people to hold your hand through it. Or you want to cater to you. We can't cater to you. You just going to have to be an ally and move on. But if you want an applause, you want a thank you, you want recognition, this not it, sweetheart. Like, this is literally life and death for us. We ain't got time to be sitting here with you to be like, oh, yeah, I'm so happy that you came to March, blah, blah. Either you're doing it or you're not. Yeah, agreed. And I think for, like, even the, was it Gabriel Union, maybe? His wife told him to shut up, and he's still talking. I'm like, what's she at? Silent. <laughs> they have to be quiet, and I'm hoping for the life of me that whenever Black Love does come back on, do not include them. Like his wife does seem like a nice person; she seems very sweet, but no, don't include them because that is anything but what I want to see. Because how do you personify something and say, "Oh, this is Black Love"? When it doesn't extend to your black brother and sister, it didn't extend to Gabriel Union, and you had to go and pacify white people. Then I just, he really does irk me. I'm like, you just like a big fucking waste of time, space, air, and just ugh. energy. <laughs> big facts, big facts. I guess staying in the waste of energy space, your your guy, Fifty Cent, his, his his comments on angry black women because i guess he has a preference now for exoticals as he calls them i listen all i know is i saw the little clip because i seen it trending and then i actually just sat and watched the clip and i was like these and all you know what and the sad part is all it did was take me back to i think it was last week where omari hardrick went on that whole huge rant about people worrying about him having a white wife or something like that. 
And it just consistently takes me back to those spaces because I really be wanting to say to myself, what black women do y'all be talking to? Because we don't give a fuck. We don't. I don't care who the hell 50 Cent lay up with. I don't care what Omari Hardrick's wife looks like. Like, I, What black women do y'all be sitting up with? Because I don't, I'm, I, listen, I'm confused. Who be angry? Who's angry? Are you angry, Fallon? Are you angry? I really don't care. The only thing that makes me angry is cases like 50 Cent and a lot of other black men that have to drag black women to uphold their preference. If that's what you prefer, boo-boo prefer, do you. But you don't have to bring up black women to be like, oh, this is why I chose a white woman or a Spanish woman, a Filipino woman. You ain't got to do none of that. Just stick with your choice and move on. But I'm like, that's why, because I'm like, okay, some of the comments, where do y'all get the astounding, like, majority just so wound up about y'all relationships? Facts. I'm like, a lot of y'all come off as anti-black. That's one of the biggest issues, 50 Cent. Mm-hmm. So don't say like black women are angry. No, we're calling out you're anti-black as hell. Lil Wayne goes in the same boat with you. I don't know why I was quote unquote supposed to be so funny. And even with Lil Wayne, I'm like, bro, you sitting here with a dark skinned black daughter. That people are already saying she's not even good enough to hang around lighter complected black women. So it's just stuff like that. Like I'm like, we don't really care if exotic is your preference just leave black women out of it but i'm like that does show that for the longest when black women were saying something to you they weren't off they were not off you reek of anti-blackness your whole conversation about black women it goes with anti-blackness point blank period talking about these fresh off the boat where you grew in new new grew up in new york you have seen every, probably every type of woman that you could see. Ain't shit fresh off the fucking boat. Facts. That's what I was confused about. I'm like, what's exotical? What, how is that exotic to you? Like you said, he grew up in New York City. They have every flavor, different type of woman fathomable in New York City. So uh, I, I don't, I'm confused. I don't understand. And I, it just comes down to boo-boo, just say what it is. The money that you didn't have the money for them to be reached. They weren't accessible to you back then when you were a bum. You still a bum. You just got money. Yeah. But like, that's the only difference with a lot of y'all is like, oh, now, yeah, because you got money. Because you can't come to, you know, a Filipino home and be like, oh, I love him. And we just going to get married for love. Who? I'm like, there are just certain standards, and I don't knock them for that because, like, literally, you got to think about more than love when you got bills due. Yeah. But I'm like, just with him, I'm like, bro, you stayed in New York. I'm pretty sure, for Span- especially for Spanish, there shouldn't be nothing. That should be commonplace. Yeah. Agreed. All right, child, bye. <laughs> so I guess staying in that area as well nick young he sent out a tweet talking about the cancellation of holidays saying what holiday are we going to cancel next because he said him and his son he likes to shoot sun uh fireworks with his son 
So he wants to know what other holidays are we canceling? Yeah, that was weird because I'm like, you need the 4th of July to shoot fireworks or I ain't get that. I'm like, why do you need a holiday to have fun with your son? Just go and create the fun. And it's not like you poor and broke or something like that. Like you get money and resources, bitch, create the fun. If you want fireworks, put on a fireworks show in your front yard. Like what's so hard about it? I'm like, if you want to buy your child gifts, it don't have to be Christmas for you to do that. Agreed. Not only that, I just didn't understand what his whole, like, what was his whole point? Like, first of all, who said, if y'all want to, listen, if if you want to, if you in your spirit feel like you want to celebrate the 4th of July, do that. That's your business. But don't knock other people because they like, nah, that ain't my holiday. I don't rock with it. It really ain't, like, ain't nothing really my holiday, but I'd be like, okay, my family here, like, even for Thanksgiving, I'm like, my family gonna be here, and then we gonna eat, and we all off. So I'm like, I'm not, I don't necessarily knock black people for getting together, because I'm like, when you really think about it, for a lot of us, when do we have the opportunity to get together if it's not a nationally recognized holiday? We don't. Right. Because most of us work constantly. Right. Have to work. So I'm like, it wasn't like Juneteenth, I had to take off. Like, that's why I didn't work because I'm like, I'm not coming to work on Juneteenth. But I'm like, just being honest, I'm like, a lot of people didn't have that Friday off. They still, we still had to go to work in masses. I'm like, so I'm not going to be like, oh, you shouldn't celebrate the 4th. You should just sit home and do nothing, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, and then again, being black, if it's a nice weekend, somebody going to be at the grill. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, I'm not really just messed up about that, but for you to get out here and be like, so I can't celebrate the 4th of July because we canceled it, and then how much shoot fireworks? Bro, just just say you celebrated and just moved on, or we're going to do fireworks. You didn't even have to say nothing, though. Basically. You could just pop your fireworks and eat your baked beans and just be quiet. Perfect. It's just oh, one yeah. of those things, like we talked about last week with these celebrities. We just rather y'all just not be heard. Just be quiet for a little bit, please. <laughs> I guess kind of staying in that realm also, since we are talking about 4th of July and the whole holiday thing, this weekend on Disney Plus, Hamilton, the musical, it debuted. So like they filmed the stage play or whatever in it was supposed to be like in the movie theaters, but then Corona. So they just brought it to Disney Plus. And all of a sudden, it's just tons of like backlash towards Hamilton as if people just realized, I guess, what it was about. I don't, I mean, it was called Hamilton. <laughs> I mean, it was about Alexander Hamilton. We all knew that's a white man. I don't, listen, I was confused on the backlash. But a lot of people felt like, you know, the play romanticizes slave owners or what, what not or whatever like that. But I, again, my, my mindset was, it was called Hamilton. Y'all knew it was about um, the founding fathers from the 1700s. They all was white racists and slave owners. I mean, I, I guess I was confused. Like, I, don't, I didn't understand what the, where all the, the, the backlash was coming from. As if it was like brand new. Because so I was like, who didn't know what Hamilton was about? Yeah. And I, 
I don't know. I guess like, and then we have to also think that the play is not new. It's old as well. It's very old. (laughs) They're always going to make it seem nice and pretty. Um, And it may be because I know when it came here, as far as like a play, man, those tickets were like $300 and that was to sit and like the balcony, so right. down on the floor. So I can, I guess, see why people didn't have as much access because of the tickets, the ticket price. But like far as the play, I wasn't surprised because I'm like, shit is old. And I'm like, even in 2020, we still have people that's like, oh yeah, let's make sure this looks nice and it doesn't offend white people when it's like, but that's what you did. <laughs> so I'm like, there's still people that think George Washington's teeth were made out of wood when that's not true. You know what I'm saying? So. I mean, I didn't feel a certain way about it. I can see why people bashed it, I guess. But I'm like, yeah, y'all just should just look up Hamilton and be like, oh, okay, well, speak the usual bullshit and just watch it to have the context and be like, hey, I saw it. If that's what you want to do. But other than that, I'm like, I'll probably skip it. I mean, it wasn't even for me. I was like, I think the appeal for it for me was just seeing so many black and brown people in a space that we're not often shown like Broadway and, you know, in plays and theater and in big productions like that. It's not often that you get a predominantly black and Brown cast, you know what I mean? That gets that type of accolades, that type of recognition. And even when it's off Broadway and it's traveling to different cities, they consistently make sure the cast is made up of black and Brown, you know, Broadway and, theater actors so you know what I mean like I think that's the context that most people were excited about it in you know what I mean so that's why I was like other than that like we knew if it's it's a historical play but like I said based on a bunch of white folks from seven they were all racist they were all slave owners back then like I don't that's why I was like huh where's this all and like you said it's not a new play Hamilton's been out it's been out a long time. Yeah, it's been yeah, it's but it's been out for a good a good amount of time. And like you said, maybe it's the whole access thing or I don't know. You know what I mean? Or maybe people just aren't familiar with theater and you know, in all of that aspect, you know, theater, opera, stuff like that. Maybe that's not their forte, so they didn't know kind of what to expect. I mean, all in all, I watched it on Disney Plus, it, I mean, I didn't fully get kind of the hype of it all because I guess people were like excited because it combined some hip hop elements in there and all, you know, some modern day elements or whatever like that. But again, for me, it was just great seeing all those black and brown um, folks front and center doing their thing in the theater because that's not what we always see you know what I mean like normally we typically see a bunch of white actors and actresses who make a name for themselves via theater we never really get to see black and brown people shine in that way get that type of accolades so that's what drew me to wanting to see it It wasn't necessarily the context of what it was about you know what I mean definitely and that's how I was like I mean I was like I would I don't know. I'm not a fan of musicals. That's one of the things I'm like, so. Yeah. yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's it's not for everybody by all means. Like, 
in all honesty, if it can't, when it comes to musicals, it was kind of boring in my opinion. But <laughs> um, you know what I mean. It wasn't my favorite musical. It wasn't the Wiz by any means. It was quite boring in my opinion, just because I'm not a fan of like history musicals and things. I'm not really a fan of like stuff that's based on history like that. But um, yeah, aside from that, like I said, it was just good to see black black folks front and center <laughs> to be honest because like i said it's rare in a broadway show so but anywho uh, moving on from that we got more shenanigans from your girl kim kardashian she a blood now <laughs> <laughs> she gang gang <laughs> listen i was like um and it goes to show just how much they appropriate. Like, blackness is like, so when we do it, we gain by You can't even wear a scarf and be like, bro, I just like the color red and I was just going to put it on. Like, but when she has it on with red hair, and I hated the outfit, by the way, just not because it was her that had it on. It was just ugly. But I'm like, when you see red scarves, blue scarves, should you probably can't even wear a pink one. It's, you know, like, oh, you're affiliated with a gang activity and all that. But somehow when she does it, it's high fashion. Girl, listen, Girl. all I saw it and I was like, this mess. <laughs> <laughs> oh, complete hot mess. I was like, and I'm with you, though. The outfit was not cute. It was. I'm, I, I didn't get it. I was like, and then why she got her hair red, too? I'm like, is she trying to channel look cam crush on you video vibe? What exactly are we doing here? Because I'm not catching it. I'm like, girl, just go somewhere, please. I'm sick of her, the whole family, and her spouse. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was definitely interesting. That's all I could say about that. Um, Moving on quickly. Uh, we saw, well, at least I saw, or you said you saw on the Shade Room. Was it the Shade Room? Tokyo, is it Vanity? From, yeah. she was on Love and Hip Hop. Yeah. And something with her ex. Yeah, so it was like, she's on Love and Hip Hop. I think she was like a, I don't know, like a, I want to say an influencer maybe before then. I'm not sure what the title, but she was like, really heavy on the internet even before love and hip-hop but anywho she was dating this guy um it doesn't seem like they separated before he stepped out um and the girl that he stepped out with posted this very vague ultrasound picture of like oh you know with no caption but it was two babies so now she comes back and was like oh I'm not pregnant but of course there's just to add juice on the situation because it's like if you're not pregnant you know that the person that you with are is kind of like going through this messy ish then just be like oh you know we're my two you know my little brother my little sister whatever um but the comments were kind of concerning because people like she had to recognize that it was signs and all of this and it's like I guess for me it's like Every relationship is not like your relationship where this dude came in with these blazing red flags. Like, hey, I need to get out. I'm like, sometimes people hide things. And obviously, if it's just like he's cheating, what was she supposed to know? Right. I'm with you. Some dudes are really good at some. And I'm not able to say dudes. Some dudes and women are really good at cheating. 
So <laughs> I don't and getting away with it and hiding it. And I, well, and then some women are fine with being in that side role as well. So I'm like, not only the cheating part for him, some women are okay with it because it's like, okay, I reap some type of benefit from this relationship because in her case, it's social media attention. It depends upon what you're looking for. Um, but I guess I was just kind of thrown off because I'm like, why is this him cheating and possibly having twins on the way? How is it her fault that she didn't recognize the red flags? I'm like, how do you even know there were any red flags? And then again, why is it her responsibility to be like, oh, you knew he was the wrong guy from the jump? How was I supposed to know that? Hmm. That's a good question. That is a good question, girl. I don't know. <laughs> I'm like, y'all really weird on the internet. I'm like, uh, you know. Yeah. So I'm like, people be trying to tell. And since we talking weirdo internet stuff, you got Meek is out here with a whole fiance. Is it his girlfriend, fiance, baby? I think he, he proposed, if I'm not mistaken, like a few weeks ago. Okay, so his whole fiance, he had a whole fiance, brand new baby, and I, he, I, listen, I don't know what he going through, maybe he just feeling real emotional, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know, <laughs> but um, he's definitely, I guess, talking about seeing the girl of your dreams with somebody else, I, listen, I don't know what he going through, I don't know, but I, I, I would feel a way if we out here newly engaged, whole new baby and things, and you out here emotional like this on the internet. What's going on? Listen, and I, I don't, and this is not the first time that Meek has spoke out of turn and especially about women that he not in a relationship with. I'm like, why are you, first of all, we your baby. Like you ain't got no burping that you can do, no bonding, no skin to skin. Just find you something to do than being on the internet talking about Something that you shouldn't have an opinion on. And I'm like, of course, every time you get on the internet, you mention anything about X without bringing up a name, Nikki is the first person that they're going to draw back to. So just be quiet. And then as a fiance, I'd be like, bro, why are you even talking about your ex on the internet? It'd be different if maybe you were single, but you're not. Mm-hmm. Big facts. <laughs> Big facts. I don't, like I said, I don't know what's going on with him. Maybe he Maybe he going through it for a minute, you know. Maybe the new baby. I don't listen. I don't know. <laughs> I can't pretend to know what's going on in Meek's mind. Um, Maybe he got some little depression going. Listen. <sighs> All right. So before we jump into our last hot topic, I actually just found this topic now, so I'm going to spring it on you. Um, apparently, Carmelo Anthony did a um, he did it like a guest feature in a magazine and. He had the cover with him and his son where he's talking about justice reform and all of that. Lala, and this always happens, anytime Carmelo um, does something with uh, his son, Cayenne, and it's something like a photo shoot or something like that, you know, of course, Lala's going to post about it. Um, I'm so proud of Melo and, you know, my son and his, you know, getting to be with his best friend and his idol, his dad, blah, blah, blah. Cut to his supposed, because um, obviously we do not know, even though if you read some of the blogs, they claim that 
the the young lady says that she has gotten a DNA test and that it is Carmelo Anthony's child. But cut to her, per usual, like I said, anytime Lala posts a picture of Carmelo doting on Cayenne, cut to the baby mama, or alleged baby mama, and she going in. She's upset, talking about how um, it's funny how Carmelo Anthony is uh, talking about a system that he uses to benefit him in his celebrity status. And, like, just, girl, making a situation that had absolutely nothing to do with their situation about her situation. Like, it was a complete mess. And I'm just, like, I'm confused on the whole situation of, first and foremost, okay, if the child is his, supposedly, you, like I said, she said they've gotten a DNA test, right? So if the child is his, y'all got a DNA test. Clearly, y'all got something behind the scenes where he provides the, the money that he needs to provide. I don't know if he's seeing her or not seeing her. I don't know what y'all little agreement is, but y'all got something behind the scenes in place because the the, the young lady, you know, the alleged baby is taken care of. So my question is, is that what is it that she's looking for? It seems to me like she wants the publicity of it. She wants uh, her daughter to be featured just like Cayenne's. And my thing is, is that how is that, how could you expect that to be, you know, knowing that you were the side, the side to somebody who's clearly a married man? Like, your daughter ain't going to be featured. Right. Because it's like, and that's one of the things that you, when you take on that role, is that, listen, that comes along with the territory. Your child is not going to be acknowledged as much because they outside. Like, just being 100% honest is like, you knew what you signed up for. It's unfortunate that the child is on the receiving end. But I'm like, at the same time, it's just they don't get a magazine cover. I mean, I don't see what's hurting her about that as long as she has a relationship with her father. And be like, of course, he's a celebrity kid, even if he has two celebrity parents. Don't nobody know who you are. Facts. Other than you being his side piece. So I'm like, what were you really expecting out of this? Right. And I just, and it just, it irked me because I saw so many people going in on Lala saying that Lala is wrong and Lala should be, it shows the type of woman that she is. She should be forcing Carmelo to, you know, step up or forcing Carmelo to acknowledge the baby. And but Who said he don't acknowledge the baby though? And that was another thing. I'm like, we don't know what goes on behind closed doors. All we know is, is that every time Lala mentions her son and her husband in that regards. The baby mama, the alleged baby mama, because like I say, I'm we don't know, so I ain't trying to get up in there. The alleged <laughs> baby mama um, pops up with the whole shenanigans. Like any other time, she quiet as a mouse. She said at one point because some people was in her comments when she was posting pictures of the baby going in saying Carmelo ain't shit he should be taking that baby look just like him he should be taking care of it and she was in the comments going in talking about he do what he need to he see her he do what he need to do woo woo. 
So if that's the case, if y'all yeah, got y'all situation. situation behind closed doors, what's the problem? Be like, ma'am, go find you some seats. And again, I just don't, I mean, I guess for me, is you. this is the life that you signed up for. Yeah. You knew, like, hey, he has a whole wife. And then not only that is, we're not even sure if Camelo and Lala are together. They're just still married. Yeah. So I'm like her praising, and then that's still her spouse. You can't take that away from her. But her praising her son and her husband, that ain't got nothing to do with you. And no, she can't force him to do anything that he don't want to do. The only thing she can do is make her move. And if he's taking care of the child, doing what he's supposed to do, the child is receiving financial, mental, physical support, then hey, that listen, he's doing what he's supposed to do. I'm not going to be like, oh, you got to make sure she on the cover of the magazine too. Why? Does it matter? Because if she's receiving support in every other way and what she needs, why does it matter if she's not in the magazine? Yeah. That was just my one, like, I was just so confused by it, because I was just like, it just seems like she's looking for, she wants her daughter to be a celebrity kid. That's what it seems like to me. Right, and be like, it ain't gonna happen, because just because you had celebrity penis and get pregnant by it, does not mean just boo-boo, take, listen, get your support, make sure your baby's taken care of, and hopefully he's doing what he's supposed to do all around as a father, but that's all that you can ask for them, and I'm like, there are a lot of people that have children that are celebrities and don't have a celebrity kid per se, because they don't run in those circles and there's nothing wrong with it. Yeah. Big facts. I guess maybe she, she thought she was going to get the Chris Brown baby mama treatment. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So now we're going to jump into our last topic, hot topic for this week. It's been all over everywhere. Your boy, my boy, August Alcina, he decided to have his usher moment, his confessions, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and he says that um, he was sitting down with Angela, Angela Yee, and he said that him and Jada for what I think it was for four years were engaged in a romantic relationship. That he actually spoke to Will. Will gave him his blessing i guess permission to to engage with jada and yeah obviously both will and jada's reps have come out and said that it's not true jada also tweeted that some healing needs to occur and that she will be taking herself to the red table whatever that means (laughs) look i woo i don't think at least Maybe for me, I don't think I was surprised as far as them being in a relationship because I feel like just going, if you think about it, going back and looking at all of the pictures of them and stuff, it looked more than just like a mentor-mentee relationship. I'm sorry. Like from all the pictures they was taking, going on the red carpets together, stuff like that, they didn't look like just oh, I'm your, you know, your surrogate mama or your mentor, nothing like that. That looked different to me. But at the same time, I'm like, even though both Will and Jada have 
kind of denied it from all the little interviews that they've done when they sit at that little red table or whatever, at least in these couple years that she's had red table talk, even though they quote unquote say they don't have an open marriage from the talks they have, it seems like they have, they don't even really have a marriage and that's they words, right? Don't they consider themselves life partners? Yeah. So girl, I don't know your thoughts. Yeah, I, I'm like, first of all, because on one of the red table talks, she was like, you can be on this end of the house with somebody, I can be on this end with somebody, but we're going to be together under the sign roof. I'm like, what What you just say? Ma'am, if my husband at the end of the house with somebody else, guess what? It won't be no house. It's going full left eye in this camp. But it seems like as long as they're married, and I'm not knocking it because I'm like, as long as y'all had an understanding, that's on y'all. And I understand rich people problems totally different than mine. And a lot of people that go through a divorce, it's so much assets that are intertwined. You've been together so long that trying to unravel pieces is like, listen, this is going to take us a lot of money to separate when we could just come to understanding. I do think that's what happened there. And I know a lot of people like, Oh, August, you know, he's just upset because he got his feelings hurt. I'm like, bro, you should have chose somebody else. He he want the one. Yeah. Be like, I, I don't think he was the first. He definitely probably won't be the last. You should have just chose somebody else. Yeah. I know I've been seeing some interesting conversation around it as well. A lot of people are said that they kind of get a little bit, they look at Jada differently. They feel like get a little bit of creep vibe from her. Because they feel That's like me. she preyed on him. That's me. Um, the, and that's how I feel. Like, I really, I'm like, it comes off as creepy and perverted that you were supposed to be his mentor. Like, maybe if you weren't supposed to be his mentor, I can kind of see it, which I feel like the age difference is just a gag to me. But um, for your son to bring him home and you're supposed to be his mentor and lead him through addiction and all this pain and hurt and stuff no ma'am no absolutely because i'm like that's just basically a transference he transferred from not doing percocets and alcohol or whatever to it being you that it was his go-to and i'm like i'm not knocking him for being like this is what happened i'm like y'all always be telling everybody to speak their truth he spoke his yeah oh well yeah. It just has to be with a lot of our or y'all quote unquote phase. I'm like, she's not necessarily phased me. I just see her in a different way. It's just like, bro, you should just pick the grown, emotionally stable ass man. Yeah. It definitely, it definitely did, does make you take a different, just a little bit of a different look at her just because of knowing all of the things that he was going through at the time. He was damaged. You know what I'm saying? He was broken. He was a broken person, and I think that on some aspects, a lot of us, we do, when we see someone's broken, sometimes we do try to help them and heal them, but at the same time, like, you can help and heal them without taking advantage, I guess, in that way, like, without having to go romantic, sexual, you know what I mean, like, taking, because, like, because then it just comes off as creep. It does. And yeah, I was like, when I first was like, I was that same. I'm like, yeah, no. 
And then it kind of makes you question as well, like their whole dynamic and why their children want to be, you know, free from them. When you like look at the red table talks now, you see there's certain things about you know, that they say that like willow face and attitude kind of changes. So I'm like, it just make me just look at the whole thing. It's like, mm, okay. Yeah. You definitely so look at them differently. Yeah, I'm like, we'll travel across the gir- world with a younger girl and you at red carpets with August Alcina. Mm. I guess. Yeah, exactly. Like you say, I don't have anything against them having an open relationship. You know, it works for some people. Um, I don't judge nobody in their relationship and how they make it work. That's their business. But at the same time, you do have to question you know, when certain situations, when you have somebody like, like August Alcina, who was clearly broken, I don't care what nobody say, that boy was clearly broken, you know, having lost his brother to gun violence, seeing um, the sister-in-law pass away, having to then take on the, at what, 20, 24, 24 ish 25, becoming an instant father of three. You know what I mean? Like, that's, that's a lot. Plus being addicted to drugs, that's a lot. (laughs) So, I don't know. It definitely made me look at her a little different, that's all. And I see people like, well, why couldn't he distinguish that he wasn't ready for a relationship? Uh, Ma'am, a lot of times when you're broken and in a bad fucking place, you can't distinguish. Yeah. And then, especially when you have people that prey upon you, because I'm like, bro, if there was a mentor-mentee relationship, you can't do that. I'm like, that's like a counselor, a therapist starts sleeping with a patient. Fact. That's against the rules. Agreed. Agreed. I don't know. Just the, the whole situation is messy. Um, we shall see when Jada brings herself to the table to address the situation. You think so. she's going to be honest, though? I don't. I honestly, I don't think so because her and Will still haven't have yet to be honest. They've yet to keep it to keep it a buck and say that we that you know what I'm saying. To, I guess for them, as honest as they were going to get was saying that they are no longer consider themselves married. That they consider themselves life partners. I think maybe to them that was them answering the question. But I feel like in this regards, with this whole August thing. You got to come, if you're going to bring yourself to the table, quote unquote, then you got to come all the way out with it and just say, hey, listen, we married in that, you know what I'm saying? He's Will Smith. I will forever be Jada Pinkett Smith. We do not, we will not get a divorce. But that's just, in, you know what I'm saying? That's just in paper. Most of the time we spend time separately. We have separate relationships, whatever. You know what I'm saying? We raised our kids in now we live life separately. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. I was like, I don't think she's going to be honest, but we'll see. Or she's going to skirt around questions. or Because I'm like, how you going to bring yourself to a show that you on? Who going to ask the questions? Who going to make sure you ask the right question? Because I'm like, it's really only one question people want to know. Did you sleep with the boy or not? Yeah. And if she going to keep it real? I doubt it. Because I'm with you, though. Because she does skirt. She finds ways to skirt around all things. So, but nonetheless, we shall see what her honesty looks like, I guess. 
her healing looks like as she said. <laughs> but that is all that we have for hot topics this week. We are going to go ahead and now jump into the relationship portion of the show, piggybacking off of that whole situation. The first relationship question that I want to ask is, would you ever be willing to partake in an open relationship? Why or why not? Absolutely no for me. I don't want to say I'm jealous, but I, I don't care. You can name me jealousy, territorial. I don't want to share. Like, I want it to be all mine. I need a lot of attention. I need a lot of time, a lot of effort. It's not enough for two women. Can't imagine my spouse, boyfriend, or whatever, having sex with somebody else. I just, no, it, it ain't, no, I can't do it. <laughs> can't do it. What about you? So my answer to that is no. And the reason being is it's just simply because I, I'm, I don't see the benefits in it. I feel like relationships are hard enough as is, but then when you start including a gajillion different multitudes of people in it, like, listen, I have enough on my plate trying to make one relationship work with one person. I couldn't even imagine, like, if I had my husband or, you know, boyfriend, whatever, and then my side dude, and then he got his side chick, and we just all these different people just in the mix, like, listen, that's too many people too much feelings, too much, like, it's just too much. So that's why I feel like I couldn't do it. All right. And what's question number two? Um, my, my question is, um, how would you feel if your spouse or boyfriend, whatever, um, told you that you've gotten too big and you need to lose weight? So that is a really good question. And I would tell you, Honest, honest, honest truth is I would be super sad and devastated. And I would think that maybe I chose the wrong person because the person that I end up with is going to know that one of my triggers is my weight. Always been sensitive about it, super, super sensitive about it. It's why I work out like crazy, try to eat as healthy as I can. You know what I'm saying? It's like why I'm always doing a lot of stuff because I'm super, super, super sensitive about my weight um so I feel like I would probably be like super triggered and devastated by it like because it's like one of my triggers it triggers me into like a spiral like I start to get anxiety and I feel depressed like it's horrible for me so I would definitely say I would feel devastated but then at the same time I would question if I was with the right person because the person that I'm like I said the person I'm going to end up with would recognize, hey, this sends her into a spiral. I got to figure out a different way to approach this because we cannot say these words to her. What about yourself? Um, I don't know how it would feel. Like, I want you to tell me, but then, because I, I feel like that's one of my triggers. Like, I'm working on it. I'm working on it, like, since forever, like, losing weight. Um, no, I would definitely fix it. I guess it'd be like how you say it to me. It'd be like, you hurt my feelings. Yeah, I would be. I don't know, cause women body change so much. As well. Yeah, it's a tough. It's a tough, you know, space to be. All right. So, any like new new books and music, TV, 
anything like that you want to just get off your chest and mention? Um, nothing new. Well, I'm watching Babies on Netflix. <laughs> They're so weird. But it's like a documentary about like babies and how they kind of like progress from like infants um, walking and all that stuff. It's fascinating for me. I know a lot of people probably like, what the fuck? But it is fascinating. Um, so I am watching that. I'm not reading anything still. And it's July. So oh, trifling. Um, and my husband had me download the Vibes Cartel album. I'm probably, I listened to it one day, one day this week, but he like, it gotta be number one. I'm like, okay, download it now on your phone. <laughs> okay. <laughs> And then he's uh, like, and download it on the iPad. I said, babe, if it's on the phone. It's on the iPad. <laughs> Just chill out. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, <laughs> but that's about that. it for me. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, for me on my end, the only new thing I got going on is um, I'm going to be starting either probably tonight or maybe tomorrow. I'm going to be starting. The Babysitter's Club on um, Netflix is totally, totally, totally just a nostalgia thing for me. Literally the first chapter book I ever read when I was like in kindergarten was The Babysitter's Club. Um, So I'm just like, oh my God, I loved it so much when I was a kid. So nostalgia, I want to see how they updated it, progressed. I love the fact, like, in the little commercial they show where they use the the same phone from the original Babysitter's Club. So, therefore, I must watch it. Like, it's just one of those, like, nostalgia makes me remember, like, my childhood when I was a kid. Because, like I said, it was my first ever chapter book I ever read. And I've loved it since forever and ever and ever. So, I definitely will be starting that this week. And that's about it for me as far as knew anything and then my favorite moment of the show is the nerd moment of the week um it's really really short and sweet because i actually have nothing um of any real significance other than um a couple of shows on the cw the cw Arrowverse has said that they will start production again starting in august that's what they're shooting for late August, early September production. So hopefully we'll be starting to get some new shows, set pictures, things like that to see how some of the new seasons will be progressing. And also on Netflix, Warrior Nun just popped up there this Friday. I have not yet started that one as well. As I told you guys, I am more concerned with starting the Babysitter's Club. But I will try to, because I know that Warrior Nun, a lot of um, us nerds out there have been talking about it. So I will try to check it out for you guys and give my rating on it once I finish it. But that is all that I have for the Nerd Moment of the Week. Anything else for you, Falandia? Nothing else for me. All right. Per usual, want to thank you guys so much for tuning in and listening. And we hope you have a great rest of your week. Good night, guys. Good night.